What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's business breakthrough, I sit down with a very good friend of mine, Mike Burwell. He is a painting contractor in Kentucky and simply just dealing with what a lot of us deal with inability to keep quality employees. And whenever I come across somebody that has a situation like this, I try to just give them the tools and tips that they need to look at things a little bit differently. And that's what I did here for Mike. Uh, This is a great episode to really change your perspective about how we view hiring and seeing it in a different way. So you're going to really enjoy uh, this business breakthrough. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I got my good friend, Mike Burwell here from Kentucky. We're talking about, sounds like we're going to be talking about hiring today. Is that right? That's it, man. Getting getting some getting some quality help. <laughs> what's Working going, on. So what's going on in Kentucky, man? What's going on, man? So what's going on in your business right now? Just a uh, lot of work, man, and uh, me out here slaving in it, man, and you know trying to. I got my production manager doing sales, and that's kind of a big burden on everybody, man. Uh, he thinks he can handle, but I I know he can't. Because I see his uh the way he's so he's doing sales and what else is he doing though? I mean, so is he working in the brush as well? No, Lord no. He's doing production as well. (laughs) Yeah, I can't keep the brush. I mean, he'll he'll okay. So he's doing. He'll basically do whatever you ask him to do, but you know, I mean, I I don't want him paint man because he ain't ain't much of a painter. He's he's really good with the clients and he's. He's getting to be pretty good at sales. And, uh, but gotcha. I, I've been, uh, basically out there with a brush in my hand the last few weeks just so I can keep a, a level head, man, you know, without things going. Level stop. Head. Yeah, I got, yeah, I did have four painters. So, I let two of them go, man. Uh, you know, you're down to two, you're only down, you're down to two painters, Mike. Yep. Plus me and my partner. So we got four. So you got but, a sales per. Is a mess. You got a salesperson selling jobs for two painters. Yeah, I have a sub crew, but that's when my exteriors kick off April the first. Okay, so you yeah. got a sub crew. That's when the exteriors kick off, and you got the two guys. What happened with the two guys you let go? Uh just uh wanted like twenty bucks an hour, man, and then they turn around and they put on a good show for the first day or two. After that, they they thought I was a union shop, and I told them I'm a, you know, I'm not union, buddy. I'm a small family-owned business. You know, I can't pay you twenty bucks an hour. You take two hours to paint the door. Yeah, so two hours to paint the door. Yeah, you can't have it. I mean, maybe a little less than that, but you know what I'm saying, man. It's so. Let me ask you, where did you get these guys? Where where did they come from? Craigslist, man. And when you hired them, how did that process go? Did they email you saying they wanted a job? 
Yeah, because uh, I don't never put my phone number. Like, uh, I let, let the email stack up, and I read them, and I go through, mark down three or four names, and I call them back. Uh, one guy, he had all the qualifications. He had the experience. He had his tools. You know, I didn't mind paying him what he wanted, but uh, I think it was more like, like you say not to do is hire out of desperation. You know, that's why I'm looking for guys with a year or less, and I'll just train them and cross train them. Right, right. So, I mean, you've been in this business long, long enough, though, to know yeah, that. 36 you know, years, right. Yeah, you've been, you, you know the game, man. So, I, I mean, I'm just thinking you, you got these guys on Craigslist. They emailed you uh, and you picked up the phone. Did you call them how, or how did that work when they emailed you? Uh, I ended up calling them and uh, we all went, uh, went through the, uh, talked a little bit more about their experience and, okay. you know, what. You know what? So after you, that, what happened? So you talked to them on the phone. Did you invite them to come work with you right after? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't do a you didn't do an in person interview. You didn't sit down with them before you did that. I had the the one guy I had him meet, meet meet me on a job, like it's a job there wasn't nobody there. So uh, we talked and things like that. Let me know how we did things and everything was cool. And and then he said, "Well, I got a friend who wants to work and." So I hired his friend. After that, man, when you hired his friend, let me ask you a question. Um, when you hired his friend, did you just tell him to tell him to come to the job tomorrow or something like that, or how did you do that? Uh, he worked with me for about a week, and then when it, when his friend needed a job, I just told him to come to the job. Come to the job. Okay. Yeah. So, Mike, you know that I'm gonna come at you a little bit in a sense that you deserve to be in this position right now because of how much effort you put into actually, you know, filtering out these guys. I mean, honestly, because ultimately your level of detail when it comes to filtering good quality applicants was like, uh, was like one on a scale of 10, as opposed to me, you know, my process by now it's Craigslist ad filter out the garbage not saying people are garbage, but they come with baggage that we don't want. Okay. We got to filter all that stuff out. Okay. Then we get to a point where we do our, uh, social media check. We do our Google check. Gotta, gotta, gotta look these people up. Who are we bringing into our world, bro? Okay. Then we do that phone interview and it's not just like, Hey man, you know, what's your you know experience? That's probably what you guys talked about because that's all you asked, you know, Hey, what kind of experience do you have? So when you're just looking and you know, and you even mentioned it when you just, you know, you want somebody that now has a year or less experience with good character, but what you need to be asking is, let me ask you something. Why, why do you want this job? You know, challenge them a little bit, bro. You know? Um, but you know that I, I do a, a form on Craigslist that filters them out. So that form asks them questions that I can look at and get a, get a good feel for who they are before I even engage in that phone call. Okay, you got to funnel them into something like a, a form. So not only can you ask the questions that you want to ask and get that stuff out of the way. So when that phone interview comes, you can actually ask those character questions because on the form, it's going to ask them what their experience is. Can they spray? Can they cut all that stuff? Okay, so when the phone interview comes, I'm looking for character at that point. I want to know, are you bought into what I'm building? First of all, I know you're a phenomenal business owner, okay? You've been in business for a long time. You're passionate about what you do. You can sell. You have a salesperson. You're, you have a great reputation. Um, you do great work, okay? So, and you pay well. 
all of these things are attractive to a good worker. Like, you know, the reality of the situation is no one knows that you're hiring right now. So it's, and when the good workers are looking for work, they can't find you, you know? So it's like, if you really thought about it for a second, like it's easy to think like, man, there's no one out there for me to, to, to you know, the market, the, the workforce sucks, but ultimately, bro, there's like 2 million people within, I don't know, 500 miles of you. There's no way we could just generalize the fact that like, there's no one there. It's just a matter of, you need to look at hiring like marketing. That's what it is. Actually, if you look at the big companies, that's what they do. They're hiring, they're marketing. I got a billboard for Chewy's like on the main road. Chewy's like a distribution center for the, yeah. uh, for the dog stuff, dogs, right. cats. Yeah. Chewy's is hiring, dude. I've seen it for the last year, bro. I, you know how many people I've mentioned? Like, you know, like, hey, just so you know, Chewy's is hiring. Because <laughs> like, it's it's in my brain, bro. And I'm even talking about it now. Isn't that crazy? Because they did right. such a good job advertising the fact that they're hiring that when the opportunity comes up for somebody who actually wants to make that transition to something else, Boom. Oh, shoot. Chewy's is hiring. Right. But they don't know that M&J painting is hiring. OK, the strategy should be you should have an add up. If you're if your main area of pain in your business is hiring, then you should have an add up every week for hiring every week. You should pay for it every week. You should have a freaking hiring slash marketing budget like of three hundred to four hundred dollars every month where you pump out an ad just for hiring. So you're getting applicants applying every day if they can. Because here's the thing, the best applicants, there's two types. The best applicant is somebody that moves into your town from a place somewhere else because he is a worker, okay? He's not going to sit idle for a while. The right workers don't sit idle. I couldn't go right. one week without having a job or doing something. Right. Okay? I would go absolutely nuts, all right? Good. I'll never all right. retire. I'll never retire, by the way. Um, so that would be the, the one type of worker. The second type of worker is somebody that's working at a job that either feels, you know, undervalued, underpaid, underappreciated. Okay. So what do they do? They just do a quick Craigslist. Let's see what else is out there. There are people that say, you know what? I'm, I'm not like looking for a job, but I'm open to a new opportunity, right? What is that opportunity that you're providing for somebody to elevate from where they currently are. You know what I'm saying? Are you just hiring a painter or are you just hiring a enthusiastic crew leader who wants to grow a family owned business that's been operating for 36 years? You understand? Switch in marketing, right? If I put out an ad to my homeowners that says, Hey, we'll paint your house. Kind of like an ad that says, hey, we're hiring a painter, right? Same thing, same boring text. Nothing encourages somebody to want me to paint their house. No one, not that, that text doesn't encourage somebody to want to grow with my company. But if I say premium painting, the only company Ocala that operates with four painters on every job, we get jobs done efficiently, fast, and you're going to love the experience that we give you when we paint your house. Wow. That brings out emotion that may get somebody to click that they want an estimate. Same thing goes with your ad from when you're hiring people, M and J painting, 
giving painters the opportunity for growth in all caps, looking for an ideal crew leader that has the attributes of, you know, showing up on time, encouraging his teammates, loves the art of painting, wants to learn more, can run a job by themselves, doesn't need to be babysat, has the, has the attributes of a leader in your ad. <laughs> so like, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's your out. You have to create something that presents a new opportunity for somebody that's not looking for a job, but wants a better opportunity. Cause here's the thing. If I'm a really good painter working for a subpar company, reason I'm working there is for the stability. I'm scared if I leave, cause I won't be able to pay my bills. Okay. So if all I'm looking at on Craigslist is painter wanted driver's license needed, you know, painter wanted must pass background check painter <laughs> wanted. You know, like that's stupid stuff, right? I'm not, I'm not leaving. I mean, that's, that's scary. Not like, that sounds like my ad all summed up in one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so basically uh, my, my ads are selfish. It's like, this is what I want and help what you want. <laughs> right. That's exactly it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so a, I just need to open my mind up a little bit, you know. Yeah, you got to open up your mind a little bit. But also, I want you to start thinking of yourself as the applicant in the same way in marketing that we think about ourselves as the customer when we put out ads. I talked about it yesterday. I said, you know, there's one problem that you as a company solve that's greater than all the other problems. For us, it's we bring four painters to the job. That means we can get jobs done super fast and still be efficient. Okay. You put us against a company that's doing one or two guys, they're going to be there double the time. And that's fine for some people, but for most people in lived in homes, they want us in right. and they want us out. So I can use that as my major selling proposition, my MSP. Okay. But same thing goes for you when it comes to hiring. Remember, if we look at hiring in the same way we look at marketing, think of yourself as the applicant, right? And if we're trying to attract people that don't have high standards, don't really care too much about the culture. Don't really care too much about anything other than the dinero. Okay. That's what you found. You found people just care about the money, bro. So when the money, when there was a little bit of an issue and you were getting a little frustrated with their work ethic and their workmanship, what happened? They darted. Is that what happened? I let them go. You let them go. Okay? Let them go. They didn't have anything tied. But if they came to you and said, Mike, I want to learn, man. Please don't let me go. You would have been like, all right, well, I'll teach you everything that I know. Right. We'll build this thing together. But you didn't filter out that personality. So that was never going to be an option. So when you filter out the personality on that phone interview, you know, you got to be like, let me ask you a question. What, what motivates you? That's a question you should say. Like, I just want to know what motivates you. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I, I just need to make money. Well, is that your that's probably what I'll get 9% of the time. Right. right. So where's that? So where's those 10% that say, you know, I want to provide a better life for my family. You know, I want to get a house one day. I want to, I, I, I'm ready. I want to get a new car. I want to, I want to level up. You know, I want to be a leader. Goals. Some huh? goals in mind. That's somebody right. with goals. I mean, somebody with some goals. That's right. You got to have somebody that has some sort of, some sort of external motive, internal, maybe sometimes external to pull them past the idea that they're making a wage, you know, and, and ultimately there's always a cap on wage. So it's like, they're going to have to be okay with it. But, you know, again, you got to present an opportunity. You got to, and if you get someone good, you got to sell them on the vision. That's the best 
leaders in business, they sell their employees and they sell their customers on the vision. So when I go do an ad, what am I doing? I'm selling them on our vision of what I, I want them to achieve when they hire us. Okay. When people don't hire us, bro, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, man, you dropped the ball because I already painted the vision for you of your best case scenario. And in the same breath, you should have so much conviction in the fact that you're going to present such a great opportunity to somebody, which I know that you are. I would work for you. I honestly would. I mean, I've known you long enough to know, like even me, I would be like, I'd work for Mike, you know, he's a good guy. You know, <laughs> you are, man. You, you, you always push. You always are seeking knowledge. You're always trying to get a leg up. You're always trying to make your business better. Like that's the type of leader you want to work for. Not somebody that pads his pocket and doesn't change anything. You know, it does, isn't cool with it. You know, my guys needed a new sprayer yesterday. I waited about 10 seconds before I bought one. You know, it wasn't like, oh, well, you know, no, they need new equipment. Right. Boom. Got it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm the same way. It's just a matter of like conveying that to the right applicant. So they're just as excited about jumping on board with you as well. So this is, so when you're talking with an applicant and you have the right applicant, you need to be selling them on why they should buy into your vision, just like we do with customers. <coughs> You feel me? Definitely, man. So we got to filter them out, Mike. I mean, when you do that phone interview, what's your motivation? If it's anything other than money, we like them. If it's just money and you can tell, man, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we're going through a couple applicants right now, and we'll get back to you if we decide to move forward. Done. Don't waste your time. <coughs> but you don't really have that luxury if you only have one applicant, you know? So it's like that's why we ought to always be hiring in the same breath with jobs and I'm comparing them to jobs a lot for you. Cause I know you, you know, jobs and you haven't really focused on this hiring aspect as much as you should, but you don't, you're not selling anymore. So you should honestly be the hiring salesperson of your company. Like that's all you should be doing is acquiring help, acquiring help every day. When you wake up, I got to find applicants. When you wake up, I got to do interviews. When you wake up, you got to be the best interviewer that you can ever be. Because my thing is this, like you need to have such a dialed in hiring process that it's actually better than your sales process because the sales will start selling for you with a good hire with good hires. When you know in your mind that your team can deliver, the sale is easy, bro. It's kind of like, like when you sell a, when you sell a car. If I, if you came to a, like a, like a Volkswagen dealership and I was your salesperson, I'm like, ah, I mean, they're good. You know, they cheated on the admissions test not too long ago, you know? They got in trouble. But if you come to a Toyota dealership, I can, I, the selling is done for me because I know the product is so good that like, I have this, I have this overwhelming confidence. You know what I'm saying? You got something to say on that? Yeah. I mean, this is like, I was telling my sales rep yesterday. I was like, man, buddy, I said, I, I hate to even say this, but you know, I'm a pretty honest guy today. And I'm like, I, I don't even feel confident in, in our help doing a job unless I'm there. And, and I feel like that, man. I really don't. Like, Major like I, problem. I texted you the other day. I told you that I was honest with you. You know, I told you I felt like my back's to the wall, man. And now I feel like I'm in a corner. And I know that's a no-no. But I also got a lot of time and money invested in this business to where I, 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 don't, I don't really need no hiccups. I know we learn from hiccups. But I'm like you, when, when, when we go talk to these clients, we're, we're selling our workers and we're selling our name. And if I can't live up to that. Yeah, you're a liar. You know, so. So then if you can't live up to that, what do you do? You go there I'm, and make sure. What happens. 
you do it. Well, you do it yourself and you make sure that you fulfill your promise and then you're back in this hole again. Right. So that's why I'm, I'm talking yeah. to you to see what I can do. I mean, better than what I'm doing now, because apparently let the record show it, it ain't too great, nor have I spent a lot of time on it. Right. You know, because uh, just with my experience that the bad apples, and, and basically that's all I've been running into of this way. And, but that, like, like you said there, cause I don't, so basically I throw an ad out there whenever I'm in desperate need right. and then iron out desperation. Right. Yeah. So well, then you get what you attract. That's right. You know, but you're in this hole, but the thing is, is even though you're in desperation doesn't mean, listen, I hired somebody in one day. Okay. Was I desperate for the hire? Yes. But did I hire out of desperation? No. What I did was, okay, they applied Saturday night. I sent them a message. They applied Saturday at five o'clock. I sent them a message. I said, hey, are you available for a phone interview? Okay. So they already filled out the form. So I had their form. So I actually just reached out, did my phone interview. Okay. Asked my strategic questions, got to know them on the phone a little bit. Okay. I said, hey, tomorrow, are you good to go for a Zoom interview? Like we're doing right now, Zoom. And they said, Absolutely. So I, during that time, I did my Facebook check, which I could easily do because they applied on Facebook, did my Zoom interview, got to sit down with them for 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Got to know them a little bit, made the decision to do the working interview. Okay. So I said, all right, so great. Now that we know each other, I'd love to have you start tomorrow for the working interview. Right. So although I was desperate for the hire, I didn't hire out of desperation. I didn't just say, okay, man, can you start tomorrow? I had to be disciplined in my process because a good system is always going to produce a good result. And I know that enough to know that if I don't actually put this person through my system, then I could potentially get a really bad result. So at the very least, even though I'm desperate, I'm willing to risk continuing to be desperate just so I don't hire out of desperation because that could be worse. It could be way worse. You know, whatever I'm dealing with now, just being desperate to hire somebody could be worse if I bring in the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of it. So we can't, you know, even though, like I said, like, even though you're going through that, like, you got to have these processes in place. And I want to give you some things right now we're going to do that are going to help you. So let's transition there. Number one, there's four places that you could be putting ads out right now. Okay. Place number one. Indeed. Okay. Have you been to Indeed yet? Yeah, I was uh, on there when I was looking for production manager because that's where other guys say You'd be go. surprised. You'd be surprised. You'll find a lot of painters there. You will. A lot of painters go on there. Actually, good painters will go there. I mean, people that are, uh, I would say, a little more polished because they're, they work their way around Indeed. They got their resume uploaded, like a little more polished than Craigslist. So... <laughs> You know, but the reality of the situation is Indeed is very high intent, right? So if somebody's going to Indeed to find a job, that means they really want a job, okay? You know, that's just the reality. That's where you go for jobs. You don't go to socialize. You literally just go there to find a job. The problem with Indeed is, is it makes it really easy to apply to a bunch of jobs. So somebody could go in and just apply to, to anything and, you know, hope they get hit. And then they then you reach out to them and, and you're like, you know, they're like, oh, uh, uh, you know, they're not really sure. But some people do. Some people are like, oh, yeah, I want to be a house painter. You know, so you just got to be a little mindful of that. So number two is Facebook. 
Okay. Facebook is low intent. I'd say four out of 10. So if indeed is 10 out of 10 intent, Facebook's about four out of 10. Remember, number one, Facebook's kind of new in this area. Um, so you don't really know what you're going to get. Number two, people are on Facebook chilling. You know, that's where you go to hang out, look at your friends, you know, vibe, whatever you do on Facebook. So you're not really like, oh, I need a job. Let me go to Facebook. So it's a little bit different. Um, they make it very easy um, to do it. Just also a major benefit of Facebook is what? You get to look at their profile. And I'm not right. saying discriminate based off of color, ethnicity. We're not doing that. I'm just looking to see what they're posting. And if anything that they're posting does not represent what I would want my employee, my customers to see, then that's an easy way to filter somebody out, right? Number three, Craigslist. That's where you went. Craigslist intent, I would say is like eight out of 10. Some people just browse on it. But the reality of the situation is Craigslist, you have to actually like put something in there. So what we do is we put a link inside that Craigslist post that brings them to our form for them to fill out. Okay. Tells them to fill it out. They have to fill it out. So instead of like random emails or calls, like we tell them if you call or email, you're disqualified for not following instructions. Like don't even try it. Just if you don't go to this link and fill this out, you won't even be considered. Okay. If somebody goes through that form and fills it out, they're motivated because it's a long form, you know, right. think about it. Would you fill out a 30 question form if you didn't really care? No. Right. right. So, so what does that do? That automatically filters out people who don't care. Oh, I just need a painter job. No, this guy's going to fill out this form, put something, you know, so on and so forth. Okay. Um, and number four, um, is, a, a zip recruiter. Um, you have a bunch of other ones. So I'll just put a category of like all those other ones. Really, I only think you need to do the first three. You should have Indeed, Facebook, and Craigslist. Facebook posting is free, but you can boost it. And I would boost it for like 20 bucks a day just to see what you get, okay? Indeed is free, but I would boost it so you get more results. You only boost them based off of how, how much you really need to hire. And right now you do. I would do Indeed for 20 bucks a day, okay? So that's 40 bucks a day to hire. Do it for 10 days, spend 400 bucks. And then Craigslist is 20 bucks, I would say a week, because then your post falls away. So, you know, I would just do that every week. You should make it a thing, like every Monday, you put your Craigslist ad out. But because you're in such a high need for hiring, um, I would go definitely heavy on Indeed and Facebook, like getting them out there. Um, and then remember, Indeed, you're getting more people that, you know, kind of have to funnel in and, and so on and so forth. So again, getting you comfortable with understanding that you got to spend the money for the hire. But the hire is free you, so it's a good investment. Do you have any questions on that? Uh, now basically I'm just listening to you, man. And, and does, right now, does it make uh, it, was it helpful? Is this helpful? Yeah, it is. Like the, like the uh, questions, you know, like what motivates you? Why do you want this job? Uh, you know, look for enthusiastic people, you know, with goals, you know, yeah. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, Mike, listen, let me ask you this, because I want you to have confidence in your business, bro. Because if you don't have confidence in your business, then you can't portray confidence in the opportunity. Like, for example, I'll give you an example right now. I'm hiring, but I'm hiring for drip jobs. So it's like, what if I was like, oh, well, you know, we're not really launched yet. And I'm not really sure how the software is going to go. Uh, but I'm just looking for somebody to come in and kind of help people onboard 
uh, and teach them the software when they sign up. What if I was like that? I was like, yeah, well, I'm not really like uncertainty, but I was like, no, you are applying to be a part of literally a revolutionary software for home service contractors. And you're going to be responsible for being a facilitator to help people speak the language of this software so they can transition. And, and another thing, they're going to be in motion. So when people sign up for drip jobs, they're going to be in motion, which means that you got to keep them in motion. They, they don't have time to, to have a hiccup in their business. You need to get their clients in the system. You need to get them ready to go, get them sending invoices and proposals and start the follow-ups. Like it's how I convey the opportunity to somebody, right? Rather than, you know, just being passive. Oh, well, you can start, uh, you know, Tuesday. We'll see how you do. No, you can't do that because again, the best applicants want a better opportunity from where they are now. And you got to provide that. Okay. Does that make sense? Definitely. You know, I'm passionate about this stuff, man. I get fired up. <laughs> I'm just grateful that I, I have guys like you in my circle, man. And, you know, you show me the ropes, man. And just, uh, I, like I said, I just feel blessed that I, I had that today instead of, you know, trying to you know because i don't know man but uh, i'm not going nowhere i'm, I'm not no quitter you know, I, know that. Just... I know it's honestly i know it's kind of depressing you know you built this thing you put all this money into it you know and you know you're the type of person that takes pride you've gotten the bug you got bit by the bug you know what the bug yeah. is that bug is you know <laughs> what it's like not to have to work so it's even yeah. worse now <laughs> <laughs> you got to go back to the job, right? But I don't know. I'm, I'm like you, man. I don't ever see myself retiring. I always stay. Be honest with you. I've got so caught up in managing the guys that I had, you know, and now I'm shorthanded. So now I'm catching. So we need to hire today. Yeah. That's it today so i'm gonna help you after we, get off, after we get off this call i'm gonna help you i'm gonna give you a form I got, i'm gonna expedite it and within 10 minutes we'll have free ads up so just just let's do that so i'm gonna close out man thanks for joining okay. me here i'm sure this was really helpful for a lot of people it so was man i know it was for me and thank you man you know it man all right man i'm gonna stop this and we'll get started all right drip jobs crm is finally here that's right so Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo and get your team involved and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.